0: Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I ring in the new year with Beachy Bobs, Bisexual Lilies, and Baby Making Hips. We've got everything you need, from Justin to Kelly. We were gone for a minute, but now we're back with the jump off. Hello. drama.
1: Oh, hold on a minute as I rip up my Powerball tickets and throw them in the garbage. Can you even play
0: uh. Powerball for Mexico like that? No. Yeah, but my mom bought some tickets. That's right.
1: Yeah, she 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 copped a few, but you know what? They were all bubkis because nobody won.
0: One point three million billion dollars.
1: Yeah. Okay. So now the jackpots at 1.3 a, a belly I can't believe it
0: that's insane
1: yeah how crazy is that
0: that's that's insane
1: well apparently there was like a 22% chance that no one would actually hit the jackpot now so, why is
0: that because they're scrambling the numbers behind the scenes
1: <laughs> maybe that's it maybe that's it I don't know um Gosh, I mean, remember when we were talking about before how much it would take to just
0: walk away from everything
1: and just and what was your number?
0: It was very low. I would. I just had this conversation this week. My number doesn't even have to have a million in it. My number can have like a cool hundred thousand at the end of it and I'll be gone. You won't see me. Your
1: your number could have a cool like like ninety nine.
0: Thousand to
1: it, <laughs> right? Uh, maybe like a thirty-nine
0: thousand. Yeah, if you have like a ninety-nine ninety-nine, and I'll be ready to go
1: dollar store special. Yeah, and you would peace out. Yeah,
0: because mm, I, I don't need I, to walk away from my whole life. I just need a good vacation,
1: a nice freshen up, right? That's like just to take, take a step back and just enjoy the life. Just right? a little
0: cushion to pivot. That's all.
1: I have a, a piña colada on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's.
0: <laughs> just need enough for a oh. weekend at Bernie's. That's right.
1: It. Right. But you don't want to end up like Bernie. You just want to have the cocktail culata.
0: Was I having this conversation with you about Weekend at Bernie's? No, I don't I think so. I feel like Weekend at Bernie's has come up a lot in the past couple of weeks for me. Ooh,
1: maybe, maybe I think we have had Weekend at Bernie's conversations, though, because what an absurd
0: what an absurd movie, and what an absurd storyline No kidding now here's my question to you because i don 't think I have this conversation with you. Can you actually recall the premise of "Weekend at Bernie 's" without having to look it up?
1: Um I want to say that Bernie was like the boss of some company mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> there was some important. Uh, retreat or business meeting in the Caribbean, but then like they had like a deal that they had to close in the Caribbean or something, or there was some sort of like business retreat. But he dies unexpectedly, but they have to take him to the Caribbean in order. I don't know. <laughs> that was that's just my
0: like under what circumstances would you need to pretend <laughs> to keep someone alive and throw a party at their house?
1: Okay, so they weren't in the Caribbean Cause I just remember it him was being something
0: in like that. Shirts and stuff like that. Right, it's a lot of Hawaiian shirts. For, in my head, it was in like Miami or like Miami Beach right. or something like okay. that. Okay, okay.
1: So the 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 Caribbean uh, like Realtors Association uh, retreat was not
0: a part of the storyline. I don't, that I don't really think mean? so. Okay, got but it. But again, I can't recall for certain. It's okay, such well, a weird no. movie, and they well, don't I'm, make movies I'm, like that anymore.
1: It, no, not at all. Not at all. But well, actually. Maybe there will be a Bernie's reboot. You know, Ghostbusters is coming back. I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. Did you see uh, a couple of days ago that um, Mattel just released the six inch dolls or action figures that they're going to release?
0: I'm going to get a, a pre- six inch Leslie Jones. Oh, you know, I'm going to get one of these.
1: Okay, I told. I think have we had this conversation about how I'm slowly turning into like one of those like kind of like geeky. Uh, Toy collector types. Mm, yeah,
0: but, we talked about uh, this a little bit. A specific
1: niche toy. It's it has to be like has to have some sort of like pertinence to the African American community and and history because you know that when Django and Chain came out, there was this big uproar about the the Django doll and the like the Broomhilda doll and how it was like really racist and how can they sell like an action figure based on this film and yada yada yada. Uh huh. I bought I bought I bought those action figures for austerity's sake for some history
0: for cents on the dollar
1: for cents on the dollar yeah
0: <laughs> did you eBay this, them uh, where did you, actually, where do you even get them
1: I got them on Amazon but this was actually before like the whole sort of like um, protest against the, the toys came out I like bought them because I was like how cool is this a Carrie Washington action figure I'm getting it <laughs> so that that started my my interest. In creating a black action figure
0: Smithsonian museum in my own house. How many do you have?
1: Well, you know, I haven't haven't bought it yet, but I am gonna buy a couple Star Wars action figures with uh, Jason. What is that his name? No. Did I just forget? Did I you just know, mess up his name. Yes,
0: you did. Oh, I did. John Boyega. Well, okay, i was
1: gonna say <laughs> Jason. <Boyega. laughs> I'm gonna buy a Finn action figure. I know his name from the movie, so okay. I've, I'm. I'm I'm determined to buy a thin action figure. And I'm definitely gonna buy two Leslie Jones action figures.
0: Yeah, you're gonna need a backup.
1: You're gonna need a backup. You never know. Yeah.
0: Right?
1: I and know. I'm, I'm totally gonna buy a Christian Wig action figure. Uh-huh. You gotta have a Christian Wig action figure. Yeah. And I would probably go so far as to buy like a Barbie, uh, like a Barbie like dress outfit. So I could put her in that and then reenact some scenes from Bridesmaids.
0: <laughs> Pooping in the street. So would, Is there going to be a my Rudolph like action a, figure?
1: I would do like an action figure hack. You know how some people like take action figures and then like repaint them and make them other action figures or other superheroes? I would do that with the Kristen Wig Ghostbusters action figure. I would do an action figure hack and, and create her character from Bridesmaids. I've got a lot of spare time on you my do, hands, I guess. Because
0: you're gonna have um you might as well get the Melissa McCarthy action figure as well.
1: Exactly. I might as well go just go all the way. Now, this I definitely need a action figure. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to uh Is she gonna be in
0: Ghostbusters but, at all?
1: Maya Rudolph, she should have been. She I think that been. she would have I would think that if she was in it, she would play like a Sigourney Weaver character. <laughs> Although I forget who that character, what her character played, but I just remember her in like this, like voluminous, like red Bob Mackie gown, and there was a lot of wind. And like, was she like a ghost, or was she possessed by a ghost? She was some? possessed.
0: She was possessed and and carried uh, like a demon spawn or something. Oh, her baby was possessed for the second one, for like the ooze one. But Ooh, in okay. the first movie, she was she was like a, a like a concert celloist or something in one and then she was like an art curator in the other. Yeah. She had these weird, disparate, like a highly trained, um, certified positions
1: right. in both she movies.
0: Had she a had lot weird careers.
1: On. Yeah, she had a lot of like a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Well maybe in this in the reboot, Maya Rudolph will play that character and she'll have like different odd jobs. She'll be like an Uber driver <laughs> and then she'll also be like a like Tula and like, you know, yeah do a lot of different things. And get possessed, whatever. I can't wait. Can't wait. So, uh, welcome to 2016.
0: Yeah, how's your 2016 going so far?
1: It's going. It's all right. Well, you know, we had our like Christmas adventure, which was really cool.
0: That was cool. Yeah. How the pants work out? You know what? I almost te- <laughs> I almost texted you, um, Jacob and I. Jacob was in L.A. for uh, uh, doctor's for the appointment a doctor's appointment that was really exciting. over the holidays for like a 24 hour period <laughs> uh and so we hung out probably for like 18 of those hours yeah and part of that adventure was me trying to get these pants from banana republic <laughs> that were only 14 dollars. that involved us traveling from one side of la to the other side of la
1: Yeah. To, so david had to get himself a pair of these sensible slacks that he liked in a in a, in a fantastic uh what would you call that color? It's like like a, a, a raspberry? Like a, burg-
0: a wine road, like a burgundy. Oh.
1: Ooh, like a cabernet. There a Cab- yes.
0: It's a cabernet, a cabernet a chino. Burgundy,
1: uh Chino uh from Banana Republic. And we went to we went basically on a crazy goose chase for these pants.
0: Yeah, it was a wild goose chase. It involved uh calling various stores, checking apps, making reservations. Getting text messages from Banana Republic saying they're here. Getting yeah. to the store, mm-hmm. driving all the way to Santa Monica, only to be bamboozled, um, and and going home with with a purchase that I knew I would have to return. With the new ugliest pair of pants I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm However, made it to production.
1: The, the associate reassured us that, and I quote, he said. The blue ones are dope, man. He said they were dope. They were dope. Uh, we pulled uh, them out of the bag, and they looked like Dookie. They looked
0: like Dookie drawers.
1: They they, ha- they were like they were like I've never seen a chino with like denim distressing like I've were never whiskers,
0: seen it. They looked effective
1: patches
0: oh, like crotch whiskering,
1: like crotch wear. Yeah. Like, there was a lot going on in those pair of pants. They were, they were horrible. They were yeah.
0: absolutely horrible. So, needless to say, I bought two
1: pair. <laughs> and it was nice enough to buy the pants anyway. They, they were
0: $14. $14. I got so two pair. And I left the store knowing immediately that I would need to return them.
1: He regretted it as soon as he got his credit card back from the transaction.
0: Was, my credit card was
1: still sizzling with disappointment. Right. I'm surprised that Visa didn't just decline it because it was the ugliest purchase you made. Right. Not even because it was like a fraud alert. It was just like an ugly pant
0: Um, alert. But here's the thing. Because mm-hmm. I know when we were at the the first Banana Republic location and I call, they called the store and they made the reservation and they put them on hold. And I got the confirmation that they had the ones that I wanted. I called the Santa Monica store back the next day just to mm-hmm. see. And I was like, oh, yeah, I called yesterday to have a pair put on hold. And the lady said, oh, yeah, they're right here. I have them in my size, in my color. So I went back. And you know what? I'm actually going to text you this picture later because I made the exchange of the two ugly pairs that I got uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> and got the one that I wanted. And the the lady, when I got there, goes, oh, you really like the, uh, what was it? She's like, oh, you really like the Aiden Chino or whatever it was.
1: Oh, God.
0: Was like, no i don't in fact i hate these and i took a picture of all three of them the two that i got were not even they're not even the right style they're not the right color they're not the right anything
1: so he gave you a pair of bootleg banana Republic chinos. they were like
0: cranberry <laughs> oh.
1: the one that i got they
0: were like cranberry with distressing full oh, like no. holiday and also like velvet they were this weird stretchy velvet Oh, I'm, I'm really just upset. I'm going to send you this picture. The pair that I wanted was actually like the Cabernet Chino, which is very right. very sensible, very nice. Right. Finally Clean got cut. it. Clean cut.
1: But you had some velvet stretchy pants.
0: I got velvet could... stretchy pants, and I didn't even know because I couldn't. I, when you compare them side by side, they're so different. But when you just have the one pair by themselves and they tell you that's the last they have in the store, you get them in a panic, and it's not right.
1: They tried to give you some Lululemon yoga pants.
0: Yeah. Like this edition yoga pants and on the slide. I thought for a moment I could make it work. Well. Mm. Better judgment prevailed. Thank goodness. I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah, me too. I just need to know who to submit my mileage to now. <laughs> right. I need to be reimbursed.
1: Well, I'm glad that you'll be like a sensibly uh, bespoke... Uh, gentlemen, in the 2016, with your your Cabernet chinos.
0: I've worn them twice, and I've gotten many compliments. Ooh,
1: okay, all Same right,
0: well, all's well that ends well. That's right. Oh boy. Uh,
1: so that was a part. That was uh, one of our New Year's adventures. Did we do anything else fun and exciting? I guess that was pretty much. That was pretty much the 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 most exciting part <laughs> of the trip. The rest of it was just kind of. <laughs> driving around in, in traffic trying to get to banana
0: republic yeah it was it was mostly traveling to all banana republics across los angeles and then kind of like a this is your life los angeles edition right just trying to squeeze in everybody you ever knew in los right. angeles like, right. hey i knew you yeah
1: well speaking of fashion um should we just get into our news for, Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the week? jaden smith is uh the new face of louis vuitton
0: yeah how do you feel about that I feel okay with it. I don't women's know. wear, mind you.
1: You know, no, this isn't really. Yes, that's right. So Jaden Smith is uh, a part of the Louis Vuitton women's campaign. Um, I, I feel like this isn't the first time that Jaden has rocked like a skirt in this sort of very gender fluidity kind of way. So this is kind of um, nothing new, really, for him. I mean, I've seen like Instagram photos of him rocking like long, long shirts, and you know, yeah. I think just kind of a part of this um you know gender curious generation i think it's cool
0: yeah i'm not i'm not mad at this those smith kids sort of get into all kinds of shenanigans um yeah but i thought this was interesting and apparently uh the louis vuitton people called him or wanted him specifically for this uh -hmm. and they said the reason they made this particular decision was because that he represented a generation that has assimilated the codes of true freedom one that is free of manifestos and questions about gender Uh, wearing a skirt comes as naturally to him as it would to a woman long ago granted herself permission to wear a men's trench or a tuxedo Um, so yeah I think it's it's an interesting choice uh, for women's wear and
1: I definitely I approve of this more so than that that Willow Smith. What was that album called? Spina Bifida.
0: (laughs) Spina Bifida. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of gender fluid fluidity, and I know we're going to talk about this, but Shades of Blue, the scene, really set the tone for me. I knew it. We
0: really did. Okay, good. I'm glad you saw this. Do we want to jump right into Shades of Blue? Jump right into it.
1: Okay. So finally, Shades of Blue starring la lopez jennifer lopez has debuted on nbc
0: yeah la lopez la leota la everyone la La lady from sopranos la guy from my crazy ex-girlfriend there's a lot of people in there yeah there's a
1: lot of there's yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of star power in this so basic premise
0: um basic premise it's kind of like an updated new york undercover that was the impression i got um and jennifer lopez plays a street cop with a beachy bob um that's right and i don't know what i guess they're plain clothes cops because none of them wear uniforms
1: no she Uh, just wears like a lot of like Balmain pantsuits
0: yeah Yeah. right (laughs) a lot of flowy like sateen material Mm -hmm. um and they're all good cops but they blur the lines yeah, they're blurred lines, and then they hope like that in the different. end that their the ends justify the means.
1: Yeah, because they got to take care of that baby.
0: Like everyone's got to take care of J Lo's like daughter. That's J Lo basically. has a daughter, and it's everybody's daughter. Right.
1: That's basically the motivation for their 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 corruption. Right. So anyway, so the opening scene. I, uh, since we were speaking about sort of like gender fluidity and gender issues, the opening scene comes up, and JLo. Lo. Walks out of the bodega and her partner is like staring at these flowers.
0: Oh yes, this scene.
1: Can we just cut to the audio? Uh yeah. They're bisexual, you know. Oh. Lilies. Each flower is both boy and girl. Self-contained operation.
0: Self-contained up what you say in every neighborhood in the precinct is an ecosystem?
1: No, I'm saying they screw themselves.
0: It's a pretty Looney Tunes way to start the show
1: drop. I mean, is she a science? Is she a botanist, too? Let's She's a botanist.
0: Yeah. All right, so. Lilies are bisexual.
1: Lilies are bisexual. Wait, lilies are bisexual because they're both male and female. So she has really. They
0: screw themselves.
1: <laughs> is... Thus,
0: they're bisexual. Right. Um, and also, I feel like that may be true of all flowers. But that's not the right terminology to call them bisexual. No, both... it's not. It's, okay. That is not. I mean, there's, like, the stamen. I forget all of the uh, components. The stamen
1: and then the thing. Yeah,
0: I remember that. There's a thing and a thing. And that's why you need the bees. They don't screw themselves. themselves, The bees screw them.
1: But, no, they're self-pollinating flowers, right? Lilies? Oh, so now you're a botanist. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm
0: going to botany school, too. We should all just take J-Lo at her word. I know. We should. You know what? J-Lo, you're right. Yeah. All right. We Moving on, to something. Moving on, but still. Uh, anyway, uh, Seems... so
1: what do you think of the show?
0: I didn't expect to like it. I liked but it. You, you liked it, but I did. I did.
1: I do. Did well, here's the thing. I like it. Well, like you said, I feel like it is kind of. It's like an updated kind of '90s cop show. It's very New York Undercover. Um, the music is really great, and I think that I. It's probably taken a cue from
0: Empire and incorporated a lot of uh, you know current. Uh, current pop hip-hop artists. They played No Church in the Wild about five times. I thought that was they, the only song that they could afford.
1: They really did. But they also played, uh, didn't they play Chandelier too? They
0: did. They played Chandelier at the end. And then they played, out of left field, also like Lilies Are Bisexual, uh, Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson.
1: Yeah, they did do that.
0: made it feel real 90s.
1: But one surprising thing, not a one J-Lo track. I mean, wouldn't you say that? <laughs> I mean, boop
0: or something <laughs> I wish that's what they played when they went to commercial
1: <laughs> or get my like, get right ba-doom ba-doom. Ba-doom ba-doom. <laughs> you know that's a I there was no opening credit
0: sequence maybe maybe she's gonna she's probably gonna sing the opening credit sequence probably
1: there are shades of blue <laughs>
0: did she have a, did she have a song on the enough soundtrack because they could just repurpose that one I don't know maybe I'm gonna be alright. That's what I'm trying that's what I was oh, reaching for. Maybe yeah.
1: I'm gonna be down. What was that one that she did with Fat Joe?
0: And hold you down or something like I'm that. Down. Do yeah. it well. But the remix to hold, uh, hold you down. I remember J Lo the Remixes? She used to remix kill a remix. The hell out of songs, she remixed she? everything.
1: Yeah, she really did. But you know, this this was the biggest uh series Thursday series debut for NBC. Like in the past seven years. So it did really, Good. really
0: well. Good.
1: And I think it's like, this is like the first series with a Puerto Rican lead since JLo's last, um, uh, series, television series, which was called hotel Miami or my hotel. Yeah, I think it was called hotel Miami. Did you ever watch
0: that? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't even remember that.
1: Yeah, neither did I. I tried to Google and get some more information about she it. She had
0: but it scrubbed from the internet.
1: Yeah. So I guess we won't be watching any of those. Hmm. All right. Yeah, but um, you know she really, you know, this was a stretch for JLo. There was there had she like you said she has like a a nice um sort of frizzy asymmetrical
0: bob. Yeah, it is frizzy for sure.
1: Well, right, well cuz you know like she's on the go, she's you know still a lot going on, so. Yeah,
0: but still her face is fully beat. It it's is a beat- lot of makeup. Yeah, yeah. Or a street cop.
1: I mean, she's got to keep it, you know, she's got to keep it somewhat, JLo, right? But I guess so. There it's a lot of
0: waterproof, things. like, eyeliner and mascara. Yeah.
1: There, there, are, no, there are no extensions, uh, you know, when you're on the beat. No, you got to have something easy. Easy breezy. I guess so.
0: Yeah. But not, I, not I, like a single ponytail.
1: No, not no ponytail.
0: No. She doesn't even have time to put in a ponytail. That seems like the most practical choice. <laughs> Watch and go wash and go <laughs> what it looked like wash and tease and shred and spray and then right. go, and then go but yeah this was uh this was good let's see which side of good and evil she ends up on although yeah, i don't ends. know why i don't know what her instinct was to to cover for this guy it was like her first i'm not gonna give away any of the the plot
1: but. right like she went right in and was like okay i'm gonna fix this like she went into full fixer mode and i'm like wait a minute he just he just got on the
0: force. Yeah, this is his first day. You don't have right. to Olivia Pope him,
1: right? She really, she really, totally went and fixed it. She called in Carrie and 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 handled the situation, and she didn't even know what his name was. It
0: took down the whole department. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, yeah, we'll see how this so good at her job. How turns out. I don't know. Executive producer Ryan Seacrest. Did you see that? I did not see that because I was I, thought- I was pondering. <laughs> was a executive producer there are about 10 executive producers on here uh, there was yeah. no opening credit like title sequence or uh, theme song or anything but there were about 10 executive producers so that quite
1: right line. they didn't have time for a theme song because they had this whole laundry list of executive producers and
0: we had which, to get a, a science lesson
1: about which makes me think a so much money do they make being an ep and b what are they doing like what are, what exactly are they doing are they Did Ryan get the rights to Beautiful People? Is that why he's an EP? Like, you know, like, what are they doing?
0: Probably. Probably. I mean, he certainly got the rights to um, No Church in the Wild. Hmm. That's true, right? Because Because he produces Keeping Up with Kardashians. Right.
1: Now, I wonder, like, if this show, like, if it does, you know, kind of maintain this, you know, maintain rating success. Will they adopt the same strategy, a la Empire, and invite special guest stars? Oh if yeah, of course. Who do you? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a Kardashian in the mix, then, right? Like Chloe's going
0: to be, you know, it's going to be a streetwalker.
1: Going to be a streetwalker, mm-hmm. like
0: something or big booty, get uh, it, girl.
1: Right, right. Oh no, no, she's going to be like one of those like back alley, back alley, uh, plastic uh, booty shot surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> Those industrial silicone grade back alley butt shots. Right. And JLo's going to bust her. <laughs>
0: there's going to be a lot of hard Bs. uh
1: uh-huh.
0: um, yeah, My mic hot. Woo-hoo. I feel like it's going to be a lot of featured rappers. Probably yep. going to see Big Sean on there.
1: No, there is going to be during sweeps, there's going to be a Ja Rule
0: JLo reunion. Yeah.
1: Are the executive producers
0: listening to our show? hope so benny Bedina is benny. listening to everything that's his job <laughs> he keeps his ear to the streets
1: that's what ja rule is gonna be like a special investigator you know what they're gonna i know ja rule's gonna be like a mid-season replacement he's gonna like take on like the ice tea role and yes. he's just gonna be like murder <laughs> like, when they come into like a different like you know crime scene it's genius i would, I yeah, would there's a that. lot
0: of potential here yeah, A lot of potential here for this show
1: can't wait Speaking of Kanye, uh, maybe they'll use some of his his new tracks that he just released. Did you uh, listen to Facts?
0: Yeah, I hated it. I mean, what is? I mean, it's basically a Nike diss track. It it is a Nike diss track. It just felt like uh, like there's a lot of Adidas references. Yeah, it it just feels like lazy vertical integration. Um, I wasn't really into it. I'm a Kanye fan. I just didn't really like this one.
1: Yeah, I wasn't feeling it too much. Um, he did talk about Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve.
0: Steve. Did you see that meme going around saying that Steve Harvey was going to announce the Powerball winner?
1: No. What did the, <laughs> the meme say? That was it. <laughs> oh, that, that was it. Yeah. His I thought big old... it was like, zero, 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 and powerball zero. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a that was a big uh, that was a kind of a, a big controversy during our, our vacation was the Steve Harvey Miss Universe flood. Now, do you think that was real?
0: It was real funny. It was yeah. really incredible. I thought we talked about this, but maybe we didn't. No, um, it was real awkward. It was super duper awkward. Uh, I love that because I watched that clip about a million times. And if you look on the card that he was holding, the cue card, did you watch it back? Uh, yeah. The winner... The Philippines. Yeah, the Philippines. The winner is printed so huge on the card. The, the card says three things. It says second runner-up, first runner-up, both in tiny print off to the side, and the winner in huge print in the middle, Philippines.
1: Philippines. Also highlighted... Yeah. I think there were also, like, arrows pointing at it. Mm-hmm. It was also lighting up by itself. Fashion like, lights. how
0: could you miss this? Yeah. And anybody who's ever seen a pageant knows that, like, that's the sequence of, that's the sequence that you announce the winners. Second right. runner-up, first runner-up, winner. And you could just tell by the way that he was rolling out the names that he was missing. He left someone out. And then he walked off the stage <laughs> and then awkwardly, like, shimmied back and, uh, on. Never addressed Ms. Columbia directly. Didn't even look at her and was like, there's right. been a mistake.
1: I'm sorry. There's been a mistake. And, I, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty hilarious.
1: I pretty hilarious. to come back to the next one. I mean, I guess this was, uh, <clears throat> this generated a lot of news. I mean, I think this is the, the most news that a Miss Universe pageant has ever garnered in a long time so they've invited him back to to be the host again next year really so
0: let's, let's, yeah oh, let's see wow. how
1: what he can mess up next year
0: he probably got a bonus check out of that I I'm bet sure you get like for um, goosing the ratings there at the end because I'm sure a lot of people turned in to be like what the fuck
1: it happened
0: Yeah, yeah so yeah we'll see what happens next year and then that crazy tweet where he misspelled Colombia and Philippines in his apology oh, oh man Oh man. Next
1: year he'll just announce like a like a pure Purina dog dog show winner. <laughs> yeah, he won't even be a kid being. The he'll winner like is that. Alpo. The winner is the Yorkie. <laughs> huh? Steve? What? Yeah. Anyway, back to Kanye. Uh Kanye was also featured on American Idol this week too. Yeah. I guess, you know, uh this is a very um JLo Kanye uh, there's a lot of JLo Kanye synergy in this week's episode because uh, uh, American Idol
0: is back has
1: has returned and one of their um, possible or one of their hopefuls for this season was in fact Mr. Kanye West himself
0: yeah that was weird yeah why was he there
1: well, I guess, well, you know, obviously, since Seacrest is there, and maybe, you know, there's the Seacrest-Kardashian connection, they they thought that this would be a, a good sort of ratings bump.
0: Yeah, clearly.
1: Yeah, it was just a hot mess.
0: It was kind of a mess. I mean, Kim right. looked very, Kim looked good, very pregnant in like a silk black kimono.
1: Yeah, hold on, hold on a second. I need to... Um, I need to, sorry, I need to actually go to the the YouTube again. Tell us your name, where you're from. <laughs> Hold on one second, uh, I'm going to watch it. My name it. is Kanye from the south side of Chicago. Right on. What and do you I, do there, Kanye? Originally a producer. I always wanted to rap and nobody really believed in me. <laughs> I hope that works out, man. That's, okay. yeah. Good, yeah. Luck. Good, Good luck. Good luck with all that. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do for us today? I just wanted to do something um, original. Uh-huh. It has one of the judges' names in it, so. Okay, let's see. All right. Cutie Devon met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis with time under her underarm. She said, I could tell you rock. I could tell by your charm. Files, girls, you got to fly. I could tell by your charm and your arm. But I'm looking for the one. Have you seen her? My psyche told me she a have an a like Serena, Trina, Gina, for Lopez, four kids, and I got to take all they bad. A- to-
0: okay. I finished that. All right.
1: All right. Thanks, Kanye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like so weird. Ugh. It's just a weird fit for him.
1: All, like there's never a normal Kanye uh, like PR moment. You know what I mean? It's always a little bit awkward, it's a little bit strange, it's a little too drawn out. That's true. That is I true. Just all of stop. these things are
0: true. And he has these weird dramatic swings from like anti-commercialism to appearing on American Idol, Right along th- and marrying Kim Kardashian. Yeah,
1: he doesn't know where yeah. Where where where's the buck stop, Kanye? Where's
0: the buck stop? He's a little too self contradicting, I think, sometimes for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but good for him. Did you yeah. see anything beyond that clip? Did you watch the first episode? Do you care know. about American Idol?
1: You know what? I haven't like, okay. I haven't really cared about American Idol since Fantasia One.
0: Okay, so that was a long time ago. One hundred with you. What was that? Like season three? That was season three. Okay, so this is more
1: than ten years ago, that's yeah, right. It's been like a decade. So, tell me about this season. Let's talk about let let's let's go. Let's have a retrospective of
0: of American Idol. Okay, because I I'm an American Idol fan. I probably I think I've been to two finales, um, and I have watched probably every season up through. Like eleven or twelve. I haven't watched the last couple of seasons. I watched through Mariah Carey.
1: Okay, so you've seen quite a bit. But what season? Is it? This is the final season.
0: This, this is, is fifteen, I believe. Fifteen. I thought it was twenty-five for some reason. <laughs> you're thinking of America's Next Top Model,
1: right? Okay,
0: America's Next Top um, Idol. Uh,
1: so, how was this? How was this first episode? You know, um,
0: you know. In you know, it, I can see why it's being canceled. I can see why this is the last season. The th- uh, um, Keith Urban and Jennifer Lopez both have matching beachy bo- bobs. Keith right, a- and they're both bronzed and beat. The, the bronzer God. is well, uh, real this season. It's so, yeah. like, Rachel Dolezal could have been one of the judges and no one would have noticed.
1: They would have not known. I mean, is Band of Soleil like a, a sponsor or something? Because everybody is bronzed. Bronzed and beachy and highlighted. Yeah, bronze and and dusted, super yeah, dusted, super duper. Uh-huh.
0: Keith Urban looks like Jennifer Lawrence. It's like Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lopez, and Harry Connick Jr. Harry should be in the middle.
1: Yeah, the thing is, is that it's it's all about J Lo in the fashion moments, and that's about it. Like nothing, like there's nothing interesting about these judges. Keith Urban, why, why? I I, I never understood that choice. And then Harry Connick Jr. It, they just seem to they don't really have that much charisma to me um at least i will say that the Nicki minaj mariah Carey feud was really interesting i mean i would kind of tune in for their back and forth
0: but um yeah it's kind of boring it's really boring and mariah Carey really got hoodwinked on her season she was supposed to be the only female on the panel and they threw a nikki at the end there and just the shade that ensued was reason enough to tune in because the actual talent wasn't
1: yeah, oh. the shadiness that was involved and and also Nikki's crazy wigatry was was all the reason to watch that season.
0: Yeah, she really started out in her cartoon Barbie place. And then that's when she transitioned into like normal hairwear. She gradually yeah. went natural. So who are your favorite contestants of all time? Well, that's a good question. Let me see. I feel like I, ha- I pulled up a list here because I couldn't remember them all. Yeah, well,
1: I'll just start off by saying I think for me it's 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 Fanny B, it's Fantasia Burrito. Oh, of course. I mean, she has the voice, she has the personality,
0: the charisma.
1: I mean, and she did she. I mean she she did a song called "Baby Making Hips." Come on, remember that one?
0: <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> i mean that's a good one
1: and yeah Fantasia, that's a real good i feel good
0: like one. always gets sort of the bad rap as like the the stepchild idol winner because she she actually was the winner in a superstar season that that's was like
1: right. there was a clay was there was that clay aiken
0: no, Clay Aiken was season oh. two with Kimberly okay. Locke, who who
1: Who's another favorite of who's mine. Who's
0: another favorite, that Strobe Light Jam.
1: That Strobe Light Jam takes me to the roller rink all the time. Yes, it does. All right, so back to Fantasia. So yeah, her right. season was pretty super big because it was her and then who else? Who was oh, That was she, Jennifer
0: Hudson's season. That's
1: right. Jennifer she Hudson.
0: And my probably single favorite idol contestant of all time, LaToya London was also in that like triumvirate of amazing black girl singers. Yeah. The black girl Trinity. Yeah. The black girl Trinity. It was just too much to handle.
1: Whatever happened to LaToya?
0: (laughs) She has been playing back up to Fantasia her entire career. She went and was in the color purple with Fantasia singing background. I think she's done. She's gone on tour with Fantasia singing background, which is too bad. Because she's she's uh, a,
1: he was great,
0: front and center talent.
1: She never really had her moment.
0: But Idol has never really known what to do with black winners. Honestly, though, let's keep it real. Idol has never
1: really known what to do with most of the winners. I mean, the most successful alums from A.I.R. Kelly Clarkson,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which was kind of like. A surprise in itself. Was a like, surprise? I wouldn't expect her to be a super mega mega star that she became, but like she was, she's she's a great songwriter and she can crank out some really good poppy hits. And is she a songwriter? Uh, I think that she, she writes 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 those songs. Mm, I don't think so. Who's I I? Well, I always imagine that she has to be this amazing songwriter because. I mean, who was really feeding her all these pop hits?
0: You know what? It's interesting. I'm glad that you asked that because I actually <clears throat> was listening to a very interesting podcast about sort of music theory and pop music called mm-hmm. Switched on Pop. It's very good. You should check it out. Oh, okay. um, and they did this one episode on Max Martin, who I feel like I'm always talking about, who's mm-hmm. this big Swedish mega producer who writes pop hits for everybody, going back to like Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys back Spears. in the TRL back- days. Thing. Yeah, yeah. He's written more number one songs than anyone uh, besides Lennon and McCartney. And he's written a lot of songs for Kelly Clarkson. And one of her, like her big breakout songs, since You've Been Gone, uh, was a song that he wrote and w- was actually written for Pink. But Pink decided that she didn't want it, and then it was supposed to go to Hilary Duff. But Hilary Duff couldn't sing it, and so then it fell in Kelly Clarkson's lap. And it's a song that is based off of that uh, indie indie rock band, the yeah, yeah Yeah Yeahs. It's based off of uh, Maps. Interesting. And if you listen to it, you can hear that they are very similar. They just popified it. Yeah, Max Martin writes a lot of her songs. Miss Independent, do you remember that song? Was a Christina Uh, Aguilera song. Yeah. That she didn't want for stripped, so it went to Kelly Clarkson. So a lot she's got she's got writers. And then she had that big falling out. Why do I know Kelly Clarkson's backstory so well? Yeah, you really you really are writing her biography. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's unauthorized. Um, but I told you I was an American Idol fan, um, but she had that big falling out with Clive Davis over her, her record label, because she, she at one point wanted to take creative control of her career. And she put out that album, my December where she did write a lot of the songs. And then Clive Davis was like, it's not a hit. No one's just got, no one's going to want to buy it. So why and, don't you right. let us bring us in, bring in real writers and producers so that we can, you know, keep your career viable.
1: So now did she and Clive make up, is that what I'm hearing?
0: I don't think that they did make up because she kind of uh, bashed him in the media oh, really? for a few yeah, years a lot, after that. A lot. Yeah.
1: Um. Speaking of uh, bisexual lilies, I, that just happened. <laughs> <Did he>, like, <laughs> you know what? On, like a promo uh, autobiography, petty, talking about his bisexuality.
0: Anyway. <laughs>
1: I, I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway.
0: yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he did go on an I'm a bisexual tour.
1: But right, he went on like an I'm, I'm a bisexual like freedom tour.
0: He did. Yeah. Born this way, I believe it was called.
1: That's <laughs> right. Well, born this way, the Tony Bennett version. Remember?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was him and Tony and Lady Gaga.
1: Right. With Lady Gaga. Okay. Well, we'll get to her in a second. But anyway, um, so interesting. So Kelly Clarkson doesn't write her own songs. She I just, probably writes some of them. Them, but not the big hits but not i guess that once it might be the pop phenom that she became then it was you know then of course people start sending you pop hits right anyway the other the other you know successful ai alum is carrie underwood oh yeah those are the only two that have really truly made it
0: well i don't know i mean mm. Who was that one guy? Who, Jordan David Cook, no. Chris Daughtry. Oh, these weren't winners. Like, Chris Daughtry and Adam oh, Lambert that's were that's non-winners right. that have had pretty big careers. They had pretty big VH1 careers.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But no one can hold a candle to Kelly or to Carrie's. Oh, no, of course not. No
0: way. No way, no how. Philip Phillips from a couple years ago, season 10 or 11, I think. He, uh-huh. he had a couple jams. He had that diddy. He had that home diddy that was like on every single, uh, you know, reunion show or, you know,
1: that yeah. was on television. It was on, so, like
0: yeah. Extreme Home Makeover that was like their theme song in like credit card commercials. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jordan right. Sparks didn't make it. She didn't make it. And now she's trying to work on her grown woman thing, right? Yeah. It's not really working out. Yeah, she should work on her her jilted ex thing after her split with Jason Derulo. She needs to release a breakup album. Spill well, some I tea.
1: She was trying to do, but it never really worked out that way.
0: Hmm. Um and now he's on so you think you can dance. Taylor Hicks. Oh, that was the other funny thing uh hmm. about the premiere is that they were they're trying to incorporate past like idol winners into this final season and so but they're like making them be coordinators in the warehouse making sure that people are forming single file lines
1: no way! Wait, so Taylor Hicks is there, and he's basically a PA this season. He's
0: basically a PA. He's sitting at the t- like the sign-in table where people come up and they're like, "Oh, I'd like to audition for American Idol." And you look vaguely familiar. Were you on? were did you were like used to work at the McDonald's? I think I saw you at the drive thru And he's like, "No, I'm the season four or five winner or whatever it was." And I played the harmonica, but it was like <laughs> him and Chris Allen, and I think Clay Aiken's gonna do it, even though he was.
1: Let's go back to Taylor Hicks because I'm all. I was always curious about old Taylor, what happened to him after that? Now, Taylor Hicks is the old, the guy who had, like, the the, the premature greys, right?
0: The premature greys, yeah. I don't think he was actually old. But
1: he uh, was, like, Cajun, and that was his whole stick,
0: right? Yeah, and I actually really liked him. People hate Taylor Hicks for some reason, but I, I liked him during his season. He had, like, the uh, the Ray Charles shakes when he performed. Right. He the last his,
1: like, thing I heard, I think he was doing, like, a Grease a tour of Greece in Vegas or something. Some, like,
0: yeah. I, it was play. probably Greece too, first of all. And instead of Vegas, I think it was Ohio. That's been yeah. the caliber of his career.
1: Yeah. Post Idol. Oh,
0: which is Nor. a real shame.
1: You know, we, we can't talk about Idol and Idol's stars of past
0: without talking about Justin Guarini now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: can't, can't, like, please please okay. find something please, to say
0: about Justin Guarini. <laughs>
1: god i was just watching tv the other day you were watching like,
0: from justin to kelly
1: i wasn't watching from justin to kelly i've never seen that actually but i don't know if you've seen this but there's a commercial for Doc, diet dr pepper mm. and this guy like you know is like you know whatever he's like a like a like a dr pepper pirate rock star bandit it's justin warini in a wig i kid you not <laughs> Shut up. Shut like up right now. Dr. Pepper pirate Band, Stop it. I, Stop I, saying I swear, that. <laughs> hold on a minute. I got to show you this video. <laughs> I, mean, I want something sweet without all the calories. Little sweet. Did someone ask for the sweet? No cow sweetness of diet Dr. Pepper? That was me. Just take a sip. Oh. Oh, that is sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you work here? No. Little Sweet is self-employed. It's awesome. Little Sweet's sliding out on his knees. He's hot. I'm thirsty, too. Diet Dr. Pepper. It's the Sweet. All right. I'm
0: glad he's working.
1: I'm glad Little Sweet's got a check, getting a little check.
0: I had no idea that was him. I'm good <laughs> at spotting, spotting Idol winners.
1: I mean, the, I could spot it from that weird, crazy Jackson nose of his. That's true.
0: He did get yeah. the Jackson nose.
1: He had a week, like oh man. Remember
0: that? Yeah. Yes, of course I remember that. I know it's kind of shocking. It is shocking. Mm. I felt like I had something to say about Justin Guarini and now it's gone. Now I've derailed it. Yeah, it derailed my whole life.
1: Oh well you know what? I I think and speaking of Fantasia again,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. basically sums up my feelings for this final season of, uh, of of American Idol with her new single. Have you heard it?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasia let's just does it. have a new single. Let's play that really quick. Yeah, let's give her some shine. She
1: got you to say, they gonna say some things that don't do nothing but remind me. And if they bring in a the problem, there's no side of it. You wanna tell me how it is? All right, so she's got no time for it. And that's how I feel about the American Idol season. I have no time for it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check out the IG photos of like what JLo was wearing. But I don't think I'm, I'm going to be really interested in seeing who this winner is.
0: No, nobody is. Nobody's going to be checking for that. I think there will be some more stunts. Um, I don't know which big time celebrity is going to be auditioning next week, but you know, just.
1: I mean, I I imagine that Jennifer Hudson's going to come and and sing the house down, and you know, it would only really be interesting if they incorporated losers from seasons past and gave them an opportunity. No kidding. To
0: that's what I always said. I was like, how long is it going to be before we get an all-star season of American Idol? I'm surprised they never did it.
1: They never did it. But did, remember when they did World
0: Idol that one time? That one time and Kelly Clarkson won? She's a natural yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Speaking and, of natural woman, what about Aretha's natural woman performance? At the Kennedy
0: the, Center that, Honors. That was so good.
1: That was amazing. She brought her her her, her floor length fur coat onto the stage.
0: Yeah, but underneath she was wearing like a house dress.
1: She was. was that, you know what? That's how true divas do it.
0: For real. She had a little clutch purse in her hand. She, she shuffled out in, in her slippers and her slip.
1: Put that bad boy up onto the piano because she didn't trust nobody with her stuff.
0: Yeah. Right? She, she, she didn't want her assistant to hold her purse because she stole her chiclets last time.
1: That's right. That's right. And, you know, she doesn't want her going and taking her hot sauce.
0: Right. Her sugar-free Werther's. Uh-huh. Right. mine.
1: <laughs> and she tickled the Ivories and gave tribute to Carol King. Yeah.
0: And, and does anybody, no, the real surprise yeah. is I don't think anybody, anybody thinks of Aretha Franklin as a piano player. Right. She just sat down. She's like, oh, yeah, this too, in case you forgot. Right. Yeah. Where's my crown? I'm taking it back. Yeah. No, that was a great moment. Yeah, that was an that was an awesome television moment. Never holiday. fully dressed without a fur. Um, speaking of, did you see the <clears throat> Got to Be Real movie?
1: I haven't.
0: It's so good.
1: I have oh, to. I'm going to have to
0: do that after we talk because that's yeah. Carve out some time. It's about a half hour if long.
1: If you if you've never seen Got to Be Real, you should go onto YouTube. Go ahead and and put it into your search bar. And just take like an hour
0: out of your day. Just take the rest of it. the day off.
1: Yeah, it's a you're going to need to catch up. Real fun treat. This amazing is it Padula La Hell?
0: Patty Hell. Yeah,
1: Paddy Hell is this comic and writer who does this series that basically um, kind of lampoons uh, like the diva, you know, the the, the divas and there. like they're competitive. They're competitive sort of. Spirit.
0: And it's like the pantheon of great divas past. It's like, it's Patti LaBelle and Aretha Franklin. Dionne Warwick. uh, Shaka Khan.
1: Rihanna. Rihanna.
0: Beyonce. There's
1: Mariah. Christina. Everybody.
0: Everybody. Christina's really good. Christina's probably my favorite.
1: Yeah. Every every diva is involved. There's even Fantasia makes a few appearances.
0: Mm -hmm. Whitney. Yeah, Um, and they're all just like bickering back and forth. It's sort of like a behind-the-scenes Real Housewives sort of interview, confessional style, where they're talking about each other with. uh, Right, and
1: he uses like old clips from like interviews and does voiceover on them, and it's it's hilarious. So check out not to be real. It's required viewing. It's required watching for this show, but I haven't watched the movie. (laughs) But I've never seen it. But I'm going to tune in into it after this. Um. Speaking of divas, Channing Tatum may be campaigning for the next superstar pop diva himself. But can we talk about this? We, and
0: I think we need to talk about this. I
1: kind of broke my. I watched it and it broke my brain a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like I had a similar reaction.
1: The amount of commitment. I really, I now, I truly respect him as an artist. Even I thought more, you
0: were going to say the amount of contouring.
1: There was a lot of contouring and bronzer as well. Yeah. But I do respect him for, as an artist and as a, a true comedian and a true lover of Beyonce, I believe.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was a big commitment. Although, I have to say, hair, makeup, and wardrobe, great. The dancing was lackluster. Channing Tatum, <laughs> right. known for his dance moves.
1: stepped it up. Yeah. Ruck Shaked it in Magic Mike. He only, like, his back
0: was a little bit broken on this
1: lip sync back- battle. Slip-stick. He didn't really, the choreography was, there was a little more to be desired in, in the choreography front. But listen, that hairography was down. That was good. He got it. He got the team from white girls or white chicks. And and they worked it out. They, they definitely worked it out. Uh, Channing Tatum was on lip sync battle with his wife, Jenna Dewan Tatum. And he did, for his final, I think for his final performance, he did um, his rendition of Beyoncé. Who
0: run the world? Girls! Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was yeah. good.
1: And what was even more incredible was the fact that Beyoncé comes out onto the stage and shuts it down.
0: Yeah. I mean, because the just, real winner here was Beyoncé. Let's not kid ourselves.
1: Yeah, let, uh, let's be really real. The real winner was,
0: was Beyoncé
1: because she had enough of a sense of humor and graciousness to, to to come onto the stage and allow Janet to give her her, her, her props and her honor.
0: Right. And that's really the only way that that could have happened because we talked about this before when we heard she was going to be on it and it was like, why is Beyonce going on lip sync battle? She right. should not be anywhere near like a lip sync battle.
1: A microphone and trying to live, like, Beyonce and lip sync should not be in the same sentence ever. Mm-mm. Ever. Um...
0: But so she did it the right way. She did it the right she way. Went she on. went on. She graced the stage without being a contestant. Right. She did a hair flip.
1: Yeah. And an eyebrow raise. And then she left.
0: She taught the kids how to work a fan. Right. And it was she good. She all the children. And like, you know,
1: you know church, was, church was in session. And then she left.
0: Although I have to say, without Beyonce's appearance, Jenna killed it. Jenna was the winner. His yeah, wife Jenna's there. Pretty,
1: she's pretty phenomenal. She's pretty phenomenal. Now... I have caught up on some of my Supergirl viewing holiday season. Is she on that? He's on that. She plays uh, Lois Lane's sister or something? Lois Lane's little cousin or little sister or whatever.
0: Okay. All right. I thought she looked familiar.
1: Yeah. Isn't she in the military? Yeah.
0: Something like that. Yeah. She's like building ballistic missiles or something like that. Yeah. She's trying to build an Iron Man or something. Who knows? Right.
1: Something like that. Well, that was that last episode that I saw that they were building some kind of weird robot machine.
0: So you're not caught up at all.
1: I'm not really that caught <laughs> up. Well, I'm almost kind of caught up. Okay, other shows that I kind of binge-watched while on break was my favorite new sitcom,
0: Telenovela. is good.
1: It's a good one. It's the good one. It's got just the perfect amount of Sugar and spice, Latin spice, yeah, and it makes for a really
0: good, good half-hour comedy. It's good. NBC is really d- delivering for the Latinos. Yeah,
1: I like it. They're really representing. They mm-hmm.
0: are. Although um, I have to I, say, I think my favorite sitcom, new sitcom, of the past season is The Grinder, which I don't think anybody is watching.
1: You know what? I think you do this on purpose.
0: No, I, I don't. You watch,
1: like you watch like Suits and other. <laughs> network shows like the closer or what was what was the uh, what's her name uh Kevin uh Kevin Bacon's wife's the closer kira sedgwick the closer okay and then i'm sure you watch you watched risoli and Isles too you know what this you know inter- what? this
0: interview is over no further questions
1: the grinder kind of feels like it should be like one of those tbs tnt usa shows so
0: well the thing is it kind of is but it's a spoof on that and it's a sitcom with fred savage it's got the girl from it's always sunny in philadelphia it's it's really quick-witted bantery um self-referential comedy that is actually really smart and quick and fast and i'm not a rob Lowe fan and Because I hated him on Parks and Recreation. I was not a fan of that cast or that show, really. But he's really good on this. Fred Savage is still really funny. I think he tickles everybody's nostalgia bone. Because who didn't like The Wonder Years?
1: That's right. Who didn't like that? Winnie That's
0: Cooper. I say, give it an episode. Give it one random episode. And let me know.
1: Okay. All right. Fair
0: enough. Fair yeah, enough. It's 30 minutes. It won't hurt.
1: Um. Other sitcoms of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Or reboots so now this is a reboot i just saw the first uh, images of the fuller house
0: cast now you said you were you were slamming the door on that one
1: i di- i was i have closed the door i haven't watched the episode I'm, yeah, but you're just, checking
0: like, the peephole
1: I, i'm checking the peephole a little bit though mm-hmm. kind of just to see what what's going on what kimmy what her name what's her name kimmy <laughs> Kimmy gibler what, what kimmy Gibbler's up to like what happened to kimmy i just want to you know i want to kind of See what, what happened to old Kimmy. But uh
0: besides the whip and the Nene.
1: Oh man. Yeah, they decided to whip into Nene. That's when I really shut the door and locked it. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I'm not sure that one's gonna be
1: for me. Yeah, I don't think that this might be one of Netflix's misses
0: here. Yeah. Well they're they've got a bunch of new shows coming out this year. I think they're gonna introduce a lot of new programming. So I think it just need to get ready for some misses from Netflix. I know people aren't used to that yet, but Okay. It's coming. It's coming. All, this will be although
1: the year. Adam Sandler film Ridiculous 6 apparently is like their most streamed or most watched movie ever. And they're saying that it's, it's, it was pretty successful. Yeah, which is ridiculous.
0: Right. I don't know about
1: that. I'm giving a hard side eye and a squint to that one.
0: But okay. I thought we were done after Pixels. I thought we had all voted and decided we were done with Adam Sandler.
1: Yeah, but I guess he now has found a home on, on Netflix. New life. Where he's got new life. A new, it's a new him. It's a new, it's a new day. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we'll be getting any, any awards or or Golden Globes or anything like that. Oh, speaking of that, Golden Globes.
0: Golden tonight. Globes. Yeah, they, they are airing in a couple of hours. Um, down ready? I've got mine. <laughs> <laughs> I have, that's yeah.
1: A, like Aretha, a house dress and a fur coat.
0: I have a beautiful floor-length gown by Snuggie. Mm-hmm. Gonna fill it full right. of hearts. Yeah, shoes by Doctor Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Magellan's, um, Magellan's. Any, um, any hopefuls or any? Do you who do you want to win or,
0: or what are you mm-hmm. looking forward to? I don't even know who's nominated. Golden Globes, I never really pay attention to. Ricky Gervais is back hosting it. I couldn't be less interested. I don't really care in that uh, ceremony. But mm-hmm. who's nominated?
1: Well, I know that Viola and Taraji are both nominated for Best Lead Actress in a Drama Series.
0: I will say that I want um, Taraji to win then, because I can't take another one of those history lesson speeches from Viola Davis.
1: Well, she did want to, She did take us to the chalkboard with the last one. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I agree with you. I think that Taraji should maybe win this. Will she? I mean, it is the Golden Globe, so there is a chance that she could win. Because the Golden Globes, you know, the the Hollywood Foreign Press is basically just sort of like fangirls for pop culture, anything pop cultural.
0: Right. They're a pretty illegitimate agency.
1: I mean, that's the only only way I can explain how Spy is nominated for Best Comedy. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy is nominated for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy. For Spy. Right.
0: Well, Golden Globes is one of the only only shows, I think the only award show that splits between uh, drama and comedy, so mm-hmm. you get more of these unusual nominations, but mm-hmm. even so, it see seem Melissa McCarthy and Amy Schumer uh, nominated against Maggie Smith.
1: Yeah, kind of that's, yeah, I hope listening. Maggie, I hope Maggie dons her fur coat and her, her, and her house dress and really shows the young children how it's done
0: the award i I doubt that she will but that would kind of be an amazing moment yeah uh did you see any movies uh over over the last couple weeks while we've been away
1: uh, i just saw the big short yesterday oh i saw
0: that what'd you think of it
1: uh i thought it was great i really i i mean it's great but it's also really sad and depressing and disappointing and um all those numbers gave me anxiety
0: But but of course and, um, and the implication that we may be on our way to a like a a redux right. of that
1: like the antithesis of like the powerball was like the you know
0: sure well, that's how you keep keep yourself grounded you're right gonna, you have to win that billion dollar jackpot now just that's, to stay that's solvent
1: the, that's the only way you're gonna do it, and basically the rich keep profiting off of like poor people's poor people's dreams
0: now, when I saw the trailer for the big short several months ago, whenever it came out, I thought this nonsense with all these bad wigs. Is not going to be worth watching.
1: You know what? I'm going to say that that was one of the big distracting things was Ryan Gosling's lace front and Ryan Gosling's bad contact lens situation. Because mm-hmm. like if, if his if his head was tilted to a certain angle and direction, like the light would like hit his eyes in a way, and he had like weird like Diablo eyes. It was like it was strange. They weren't necessarily brown. But the blue peeking through—it was like he was possessed or something. He was like a possessed Bernie Madoff or something.
0: Um, But yeah, I like that movie. The whole thing felt a little bro-y to me. It felt like a like sort of Scott Con the movie. Like he should have been in there. Mm,
1: That's Um, true. It should have been kind of had like a Reservoir Dogs of
0: Wall Street feel to it. It a little bit. It kind of felt more like um, uh, like Ocean's Eleven goes to Wall Street.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: but yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Yeah. And yeah. Selena Gomez got a check. Look at her.
1: <laughs> Selena Gomez was in there dropping some knowledge about the housing crisis.
0: Did you ever see that movie Too Big to Fail, the HBO movie? Uh I didn't. Very good. Also worth checking out. It's it's more serious, obviously, than this one. Adam McKay directed this. He's a big comedy director. Um, I don't know who directed the HBO one, but it's sort of the housing crisis from the bank side. Right, right. Give you like a a full panoramic vision of what happened. If you care to relive that again, if your constitution can handle it.
1: I know, I don't know if my constitutional.
0: You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week.